Across Australia, the Adani name is known for its controversial Queensland coal mine. And throughout Asia, Gautam Adani is known as the continent's richest man. But the business tycoon's wealth took a major hit last week after an accusation his company pulled the largest con in corporate history. Salman Soz is an economist and author and he joins me from Abu Dhabi. Welcome to the program, Salman. Thank you, Patricia. These allegations wiped $150 billion off the Adani Group's market value. It's it's astonishing and pushed the businessman out of the world's top 10 rich list. What are the accusations against the company? Well, the acquisitions are that, one, that they've uh, taken on a lot of debt. It's a debt-fueled kind of growth that there's close links to the government because of which uh, this, uh, this company has benefited. There's a lot of round-tripping of uh, funds. These are accusations, of course. Uh, Lots of shell companies and basically manipulation of stocks. So that's the accusations in the Hindenburg research report that came out on January the 24th. Is this the biggest corporate con as it's been described in history? Well, that's what Hindenburg research uh, uh, claims. What we are saying is that this should be investigated by Uh, the government of India, by the regulators in India, uh, because this has the potential to damage uh, uh, not just uh, Adani, uh, but it has the potential to damage the broader market. The reports of wrongdoing came, as you mentioned, from the US investment firm Hindenburg, named after the 1930s airship disaster. What is the substantial evidence that they've provided that you think is worthy of, of a proper thorough investigation? I think what uh, Hindenburg has done is that they've basically provided the kind of narrative that was missing so far. A lot of the information that they provided is already in the public domain, but what they've done is they've put it all together. Now, Hindenburg, as you may know, is a short seller. Basically, they short a company's stock based on whatever the research tells them. And uh, if they feel that a company is overpriced for whatever reason, maybe the fundamentals are not there. Then they issue a report. They've been successful in past uh, cases as well. In this particular case, they basically demonstrated, uh, of course, all this has to be is to be confirmed, that th- there's a web of companies, uh, uh, both publicly listed and private, uh, in multiple uh, countries, including in tax havens, where uh, you know uh, transactions between these uh, firms kind of boosted the stock of the Adani companies. And uh, they've grown by over 800% in the last three years. Uh, So that's much faster than the uh, broader stock market. So I think that uh, that should give us some pause. Now, Adani has completely rejected the findings. The company claims the authors broke the law and the report is a calculated attack on India, born out of a contempt for Indian institutions. Is that how this news is being viewed inside of India? Well, Adani Group has indeed uh, rejected these allegations that, of course, they've issued a 400-odd-page uh, report basically saying that uh, what Hindenburg has said is defamatory. But what Hindenburg says is that if you believe that we've uh, uh, defamed you, then you're welcome to sue us in a U.S. court. And during discovery, a lot of things that we have said will be shown to be true. Uh, I don't know if uh, if the Adani group is actually going to take that route. It is uh, very fashionable these days for people to wrap themselves around the national 
flag and claim that uh, you know, something bad happens to them, it, it's basically an attack on the country. Uh, I think it is utter nonsense. This is not an attack on the country. As Indian firms become more globalized, they become part of the global uh, capital markets, there will be scrutiny. And uh, and in and in India, I think the way things are going, to my mind, uh, there's a cozy relationship between the government and some big businesses. It's a symbiotic relationship. And that, in some ways, is not a good thing uh, for any country. And that's not a good thing for uh, the Indian economy. That's certainly not a good thing for Indian society and politics. To say that uh, this is an attack on India is, you know, to my mind, it's like you're, they're hiding behind uh, behind the flag. Mind you, this particular case could have wider ramifications, uh, not just for the Adani group. Like I said, if you remember, when Lehman Brothers went down, Lehman Brothers uh, had a market cap of $60 billion in February of 2007. That was a record for Lehman Brothers. Then, of course, Lehman Brothers crashed and we had the global financial crisis. Between 2008 and 2016, the U.S. economy lost $4.6 trillion, and that was attributed to the global financial crisis. The Adani Group has lost over $100 billion in market uh, valuation just in the last five, six days. That's the scale of this thing. And if this thing goes out of control, if it infects the rest of the market and the broader economy, millions of innocent people in India are going to lose their savings. So that's a huge concern. And by the way, public institutions like the State Bank of India, the Life Insurance Corporation uh, of India, they are investors in the Adani Group, or they have uh, financed uh, the Adani Group uh, through debt. And that uh, that can be a serious, serious problem. Just give us a sense of who Gautam Adani is in India? Well, Gautam, uh, Gautam Adani, he's been in business for a long, long time. And uh, now he's the biggest or was the biggest uh, industrialist in India. Uh, his companies have varied interests uh, 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 in a number of key sectors, uh, from ports to airports to uh, green energy uh, and of course, coal and power. So uh, it's a it's a big conglomerate now, and he heads it. Uh, he's been immensely successful, but uh, there are concerns that uh, a lot of the success, especially in the recent past, may be because of taking on uh, way too much debt. And uh, you know, it's not that easy to take on so much debt if you do not have some support uh, from the establishment. And uh, I think that that may be the problem. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Patricia, for having me. Salman Soz is an economist and author, and he joined me there from Abu Dhabi. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.